0: Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. folks this is Travis Mcfalls here sans jim hamilton this week or james hamilton as he so uh introduces himself um good jim couldn't make the show this week he uh, he had life attack him folks and this was not a bad attack this was actually a great attack uh we had a planned we had a planned show basically uh for Monday, Labor Day, that we were going to do to get out to you folks, which is today, Tuesday. Uh, We were going to go check out Wiener Dog Wars, which is essentially uh, at the racetrack, they unleash the wiener dogs and let them race. And we thought that was, I don't know, I I, I just think that's fucking hilarious. I, I could probably have talked quite a bit about that. Maybe not. I don't know. Regardless, I did get a text yesterday saying sister just went into labor. As you know, his younger sister um, well, was pregnant, and on Labor Day, she apparently made the conscientious decision to give labor to a healthy baby boy. So congratulations on that, and uh, congratulations actually to Jim on being a brand new uncle again. So it was um I'm sure it was a great, lovely day for the Hamiltons. And as much as we love doing this show, there are things in life that do take precedence. Um so this was very much one of those things. Uh family is a great thing. Um and it was um You know, I'm not gonna lie. It was a little sad for me to not be able to do this show. I put some time into planning it, but the second he was like, "Sister went into labor," I was like, "Dude, enjoy the day." Um, And it's not me like giving him a hall pass or anything, but literally, it was like, "Yeah, there's more important things that that are going on here." So, um, where does that leave us? Well, that leaves you with me, and that leaves me alone today. So. Uh, We're going to just jump right into it. I didn't really have... You know, I didn't plan for a solo show. Uh, This has just been sprung upon me within the last hour. So I apologize. It's going to be rough, but we're going to get through it together. And how we're going to get through it together, uh, a bunch of you reached out to me on social media here and asked me me a couple questions. We're going to... We're probably going to keep the show a little shorter than uh, normal tonight, today, for you guys. I don't know whatever fucking time you're listening to it is. For me, it's tonight. Um. So yeah, we're just going to do a little Q and A here, and then we're going to get the fuck out. All right. So, uh, the way I'm going to do this, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names here on the questions or anything like that. Uh, everyone's going to keep their anonymity, and. I'll answer the best I can. You guys asked me a couple fucking doozies here, so, uh, all right, let's get it started here. Well, hold on. Normally, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, folks, uh, I'm having a beer for this fucking episode. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) uh, this is something, just as a rule, we never do. Um, we tend to keep it cool, calm, sober, collected, um, typically, the comedy actually does come out better that way. But since it's just you and me, folks, here we're gonna have an intimate night. We're gonna have some questions asked. Hopefully, some questions answered. And so, I'm gonna relax with you guys. I'm gonna have a beer. Uh, I might have a cigarette while we're doing this. I know. Uh, I know Jim certainly would love to do that in the studio, but you know, he uh, he quit smoking and he misses it. Anyway, I'm fucking dicking around here. So, first question. Horrifying medical conditions you thought you've had. Oh, We're starting off with a fucking loaded one right there, aren't we? Every day I think I have a new medical fucking condition. Um, but I'm not a hypochondriac, believe it or not. <laughs> um, no, the worst one was... And you guys heard about all about this. There's, We have an episode out there called Travis is Dying. And in that episode... Um, I was convinced that I had contracted Lyme disease and um, it was a terrifying time for me. I I mean, how the fuck would you feel if you thought you had Lyme disease? Not too good. So uh, it was it was scary. Um, Never had uh, been bitten by a tick before. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you guys already fucking know. And, you know, if you want to know more about it, listen to the fucking episode. Go to that episode. Next question. Uh, Best and worst place I've lived Okay Okay Lived So not visited So this is a place that I have lived I mean hands down That has to go to Aviano, Italy For the best place I've ever lived Um, I mean I hate to sound like a fucking brat here But how many of us actually Ever get the fucking opportunity To go to school in Europe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh mine was provided to me through the military. Um being a military brat once again, if you're a listener of the show, you've heard um you've heard the episode uh that my dad was on. And we go into that. We talk about that quite a bit. I'm I mean, what couldn't you love about it? Actually, you know what? I'll take that back. Actually, I fucking hated it. My first year there, believe it or not, I hated it. I had grown up essentially in phoenix arizona born in maryland but a pennsylvanian by genetic you know roots uh but my dad being in the military we went to arizona and i lived there from the ages of i would say roughly four to 15 well to exactly 15 and so it was my sophomore year that we were moved to italy and yeah let's face it i spent my entire time in school in Arizona, so I'd, clo- you know, grown close bonds to the friends that I had up there um, they were they were my best friends I loved them, and when it came time to move it was like, fuck this shit this is stupid I wanna go God. you know, like, who the fuck am I gonna hang out with now, oh really what am I gonna do, huh, huh what am I going to do? Fucking, like, go, like, drink a beer at the fucking Lena Tower of Pisa? Well, actually, yeah. Fuck yeah, you can. And that's something I did do while I was out there. Um, <laughs> um, it took about, you know, half of the first year or so that I was, um, that I was in Italy to realize, like, how fucking cool this was. Um, especially, I just turned 16, roughly, within two months of moving up there. And... Of course, being a teenager, one of the coolest things that can happen to you is, uh, hey, guess what, kid? You can see over the bar. You can act a little uh, mature and coherent. We're going to fucking serve you beers until you say stop. You want some uh, wine with your dinner? Fuck yeah, have some. It's cheaper than the water. Um, Oh, you smoke cigarettes too. Yeah, those are here. You can buy them. They're fucking cheap. Holy shit, this place is fucking cool. And then we had like this mountain range that was like right there by the base and stuff where we lived. And uh, it turned out that was the foothills of the fucking Alps. And um, essentially, the education I was getting up there was private school level education. And at the time, I was just kind of this fucking, I don't know, I was just kind of like this slacker pothead uh, from Phoenix, you know? Like, hey, listen to the Meat Puppets. Fuck yeah, Phoenix. Um, You know, when I get out of school, fuck this shit, man. I'm going to like just like drink beers and, uh, you know, start a band. Uh, I don't even know if we'll make it or not, but, uh, you know, we'll be cool. And I get up there, and you know, they're um, people are like, hey, you know, there's these things called books, and I'd always loved books. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, they they just place the value on you as an individual, you know, being at a smaller, like I said, private like uh, setting. So you got to, you got to, you know, you got the hands-on experience, and it it it, it really just brightened me up um took an interest in academics and stuff and uh you know I was never a science kid I always sucked at science but but specifically with literature and stuff and I was reading a lot of Kerouac and so like I would just go fucking climb the Alps uh a backpack with like fucking wine and a fucking like notebook and just fucking sit up there and read and write and um Eh, get a little retarded too And fucking just stumble around Um, great experience I, I got to do, I mean Let's see, when, uh, my senior year You know, I was doing well enough In school, I was, uh, about to turn 18, which was the year I could check myself Out of school anyway and So, you know, on a Friday, my mom was like Alright, by Thursday, get all your homework assignments in You know, I'll call you off for hooky And got to take a train To Trieste-by-the-Sea And I got to go to a Andy Warhol, Jean-Michel Basquiat exhibit and just sit there and admire the brushstrokes of both these artists, like up close. Uh, That's, you know, it's uh, it's obviously something you can do in America, but uh, the setting, it's just a little different. So, um... Yeah, so Italy, hands down. Um, Aviano, Italy, coolest place I've ever lived. Oh, Venice. Venice. We were right by Venice. Uh there were nights where we'd just be getting retarded and it'd be midnight and you would just be like, what do you want to do? And, you know, as a teenager and stuff, you have those fucking nights where you're like, oh, you're like the fucking buzzards from like uh, the jungle book. You know, I don't know what you want to do. I don't know what you want to, do. oh, don't start that again. So you'd have those nights where you're doing that shit and you go, well, let's go to fucking Venice. Some would say, well, why? Because we fucking can. And so you'd do it, and you'd just, uh, you'd hop in, you'd go to Venice. Um, If any of you have been to Venice, you know that the city is very much a fucking maze. So the whole objective was we'd park our car, walk to St. Marco's Square, and then try to find our way back. Uh, Usually by the time we found the car, the sun was coming up. And, uh, you know, everyone but the driver had had a pretty good evening. Even the driver had a good evening, but not in the same sense as everyone else. Worst place I've ever lived. Hands down, El Paso, Texas. Easily the worst place I've ever lived. Um, place is just hell on earth. I, uh, my dad was stationed there when I was about, I don't know, somewhere between like 5th and 7th, 5th and 8th grade, somewhere in there. I'd have to go out there in the summer, and, like, I always fucking dreaded it. And it's not that I dreaded seeing my dad so much as, you know, he was always gone during the day and, you know, because he had a fucking job he had to go to. So that sucked. Um, there was nothing to do, but I went walking around. The neighborhood they lived in was a little, eh, let's just say, you know, white bread Travis uh, wouldn't have fared so good in that neighborhood on his own. Probably not even so much with a a group of his uh, white bread Travis friends. You know, (laughs) so good thing I didn't bring any of my friends out there. Uh, Probably all of us would have gotten our asses handed to us. Um, And it was just depressing. The heat was oppressive. There was literally, I mean, I know when you're a teenager, you can be like, there's nothing to do. But this was one of those cases where it's like, there's nothing to do, and there was nothing to fucking do. Um, I mean, you could take a look out at the old Rio Grande. All right, cool. It's not my—I mean, you know, it's the Grand River, I guess, but eh, that's about all I've got on that. Okay. Worst combination of OTCs. Uh, that would be over-the-counter drugs. Um, that would be my face and NyQuil. Uh, I think that would be pretty much anyone's face and NyQuil, for that matter. Uh, if you've ever seen someone just load it up on that shit, uh, it's not a good combo. Um, face and NyQuil. Okay, Most Toxic Creature. That, uh, okay. I guess this is, uh, I had to write these down just because I tried doing this earlier where I was flipping back and forth between the, uh, digital version, not so. I might fuck up some of these questions and how they were asked. Uh, most toxic creature. How do I get one? Does it like cake? Hmm. All right. Most toxic creature I've ever come across. Uh, I went fishing in, uh, off San Pedro, California. With my dad. I was about 15, 16. Um, I'd come back from Italy. So I was 16. Yeah, It was after my first year in Italy, and I'd come back to visit him. San Pedro, California. It's right outside of L.A. Pretty much you can call it L.A. Um, pretty much. And... But not really. People that live there will be snobby about it. But for those of you that live outside of that, you can call it fucking L.A. But San Pedro. I go fishing with my dad out there, and uh, at the time, there was a McFall's curse. No McFall's man had caught a fish in a couple of generations. And I... uh, I landed the first one. We went uh, deep sea fishing off the coast there. And I landed the first one we've ever done. And like, I got excited. My dad got excited for a minute, and then he got a little jealous. And uh, it quickly turned to humor on his behalf. Uh, The fish I got was a throwback fish. Instantly, the guys, the fishermen there that assisted us in this, Because let's face it, we're not fishermen. We had to have fucking people help us. Look at this fucking monstrosity of a thing. It comes out and you can hear its heartbeat, like through its skills, like. And it makes this just. Not, Not quite like Darth Vader y as that may have sounded. I don't know what it's gonna sound like through this recording, but. Essentially, yeah, like scuba tanky. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? And it was just this toxic-looking green. Had these weird spiky things coming out of it. And guy just looks. He's like, got throw it back. It's a toxic Tommy. The fuck's a to- toxic Tommy? That's not in, like, any of the fucking fish books. I was, I was looking for, like, salmon or marlin. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is, is, are on these waters. But, you know, like, something along those words. And he He's like gotta throw it back. It's Toxic Tommy. They're all over these Yeah, it, you know it's not rare. Yeah, yeah, it comes from the fucking sewage. Uh, cause you know, Californians, I don't I don't know if they've made a better effort at cleaning up their beaches, but <laughs> you know, as of the mid-90s, those those beaches were pretty uh I uh, didn't take too many swims. And so uh let's see here. How do you get one? Uh, Well, I would have to say you would go back to uh, San Pedro, circa 1998, so I guess late 90s, and catch one. Does it like cake? The fuck if I know? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, it's toxic, so it's probably eaten like fucking everything out there, so I don't see why. Maybe it wouldn't eat cake. Okay, movies, music or movies that certain people like that I know I'll hate right off the bat. Okay, so like you meet a person and they're like, oh, you've got to see this. Um, It's just the best. And then instantly, I guess, you know, oh, it's going to be the fucking worst. Um... I love the guy, but I'm going to have to call him out on it. My stepdad would easily be that person. I believe he has the entire Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme collection. Um, I, I think that that's all I need to say on that. The, I'm trying to think when I was younger, uh, what was the one movie? And it's actually, I ended up watching it, and I and I loved it. Um, Lim- it was the people that would always call les misérables. I'm, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. You know, in English, it's les misérables, um, misérables. Um, les misérables, I believe, is the pr- pr- uh, the pronunciation I'm looking for. So there was that that, that group of people that would just walk around. Have you seen Les Mis? Oh, you must see Les Mis. Les Mis, Les Mis, Les Mis, Les Mis. <sighs> You're making me fucking Les Mis. Fuck! I swore I would never watch it, and then of course, you know, you get a girlfriend, and then you know, you gotta watch this movie with me. How many ta- How many football games have I watched with you? You've got to watch this movie now. Okay, fair is fair. And I watched it, and it was good. Um, But that does lead me to... I did uh, some theater acting in uh, high school. I did some in college. I did some outside of college. And it... Theater people are fun. I love theater people. But... I tended to hang out more with the art school people because when I hung out with the theater people, it was just like, all you would hear was whatever that play was, that was it at the time. So for me, yeah, they were the people going, Les Mis, Les Mis, Les Mis, and then it became Rent, 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 Rent. And like any, I've talked to other dudes, um, and it's mostly dudes that, that will say this to me, and it's it's not a lot of girls. Um just just an observation. These are the typically the people that will make this but they're just like, dude, so like when you did theater, were you just fucking sick of hearing about rent? Y- yeah. You you felt that way too? Yeah. And like you almost become Blood Brothers. Um, <laughs> I still have not seen Rent. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably won't ever watch it. So Yeah, I guess when it came down to it, once again, theater people, you're great. I love, but don't, don't recommend shows to me because the way you guys do it sometimes is just so pretentious. And you make me twice as pretentious by being the guy that's like, nope, I'm not going to see it. That's pretentious. Okay. Music or movies. Um, actually, that would be... Okay, that would be a good segue. I'm going to skip down a couple questions to this next one, which is... Do I still do stand-up slash music slash perform? Um, and the easiest question um, answer to that question would be no. It does have a follow-up. When's the last time you have? Uh, the last time I had performed anything was in front of four people. Last year, I did an open-mic stand-up comedy um, because when you ask when's the last time I performed stand, that would imply that I do perform stand up comedy. And I know that I've mentioned doing stand up on the show before, uh, so I should clarify this right now with you. I, I don't actually do stand up comedy, I'm not a stand up comedian. It's just sort of something that I've made out with. Uh, <laughs> that being said, last time I did uh, was last summer. I like us. Um, yeah, about in front of four people. Um, and it was like the other four comedians that performed. And they were very nice. Uh, I was nervous. Stand-up comedy takes a lot of balls. A lot of fucking balls. Ovaries, all of it. Uh, if you've got it, it takes all of it. And so they did tell me they liked my material. But, oh, yeah, they ripped me apart as far as uh, presentation um but they did it in a good way, you know they didn 't they ripped me apart like uh you know like, like Christmas paper, you know like a a pleasant tearing versus you know i, I don 't know something you tear up unpleasantly um, before that music long time since I performed music uh last time I really played music was when I was in a band that would have been about five years ago. Um, I was in a band. We didn't really play out Uh, we were more of a recording band. Um, some of the best years of my life. And those, you know, those guys, those guys are brothers to me. I, I love them to death always will. And I would actually say I spent the majority of my twenties making music with those guys. Like that was kind of like the main thing I did. Um, I sort of had like a a seasonal job that I would take and then collect money from in the off season. And during that off season, I just uh, would devote all my attention to the band. And um, after going through that, that was, it took a lot out of me, uh, just in the sense that um, my songwriting partner, um, I, I just, I don't know if I'll find a better, a better one than him, but what inevitably happens is, you know, you all start reaching your 30s. You know that you're not going to make it. You're not the, what is it? You're not Rod Torfelsen's uh, Armada featuring Herman Minderchuk from Kids in the Hall. Or actually, you realize that you are becoming them, <laughs> you know, in the sense, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? And you're coming on your 30s and you're going, dude, we're not, you know, this isn't something we're going to make it you know we've um you know people were getting married people were talking about having kids so you um so we had to break up the band i mean i i was moving to texas to be with uh, the woman that at the time was my fiance um the singer um he was heavily going about his career um outside of music i mean he the guy had a day job and then uh wrote these awesome songs um with me uh he he did he did a lot of it so i'm not gonna lie i i kind of like get tagged in there like you know you know written by him and travis mcfalls but uh he he did he did he did most of the when it came to the lyrics and stuff uh, i would say you know the majority of the credit goes to him on those uh so yeah so and then the drummer got married um the bass player was doing his thing he uh yeah, so it's just that story of kind of just the inevitable band, you know. Life goes on. Uh, so that would have been the last time. I hope I answered that question all right. Um, not really too sure here. Let's see. Do you want? Are you coming in or out? Yeah, we got this cat, man. He's in or out. Seriously, fucking kid. Like having a fucking kid. Okay, last time I performed, let's see here, I'm gonna to have to skip back. Okay, all right, we're getting down to the uh, last couple questions here. Uh, any inventions? Have I ever invented anything or had an idea for an invention? No. And as someone that uh, watched Mystery Science Theater 3000 growing up, you're probably going, really? You didn't- Never came up with one of those. Uh, No, never did. Never did. Let me think back here. I think it was uh, roughly seventh grade. My mom had just gone through her second divorce. Um, I just started middle school. And uh, in science class, we had to do We had to do an, uh, you know, come up with your own adventure and like kids were fucking like making up like, you know, like these fucking like Mars rovers, you know, uh, Jupiterian terraformers, stuff like that. And I was the kid that clearly had no help from his parents whatsoever, um, at least that's what the only reason I got the D minus on this project that I got, uh, but, but I didn't tell them because I probably would have gotten an F if they'd found out that I did get help from my parents. So, you know, you're supposed to come up with like this cool out there shit and all my friends are just fucking nailing it. And my parents are just like, yeah, why don't you make the sister sitting kit? And essentially it's like a tote at the time. My kid's sister was like a fucking baby and that's, Something I was doing a lot of was, like, babysitting the kid. And so they're like, yeah, uh, why don't you throw some diapers in there, some bottles, a change of clothes. Yeah, you're looking good. You're looking good. And then, like, uh, my stepmom at the time, she's like, yeah, it'll make you look good for the ladies. I'm like, really, yeah. Yeah, 13 fucking, like, wiping (sighs) diapers. But I couldn't come up with anything better. So I went with it. And uh, the science teacher just... It was funny because that, from that day after, he would just look at me, get that uh, inevitable perplexed look on my head when I was taking a test. And I mean, even he would just come up to me just like, "See, <coughs> <C. coughs> mitochondria. <coughs> <laughs> so um, uh, based off that experience, yeah, no, no, no inventions for this guy. Um, <laughs> If uh, I, w- I would love to invent something at some point that would be of some use to humanity, that would be great. But uh, no, no fucking inventions, right? Now. <laughs> so, um, all right. Final question: uh, How would you describe when life attacks to people? All right. I know I said I was going to keep this um, anonymous with uh, who asked these questions, but um, all right, our good friend Jim is going to make an appearance in this show. Uh, So Jim from When Life Attacks asked that question because I was like, Jim, all right, have any questions for me while I'm going solo? And that's what he came up with. So Jim, um, how would I describe When Life Attacks to other people? Uh, well, I'm going to start this question off by first of all saying that's probably easily one of my least favorite questions um, to fucking answer because I remember being in a band. So what do you guys sound like? You never, ever fucking ask a musician that question. What do you guys sound like? Because, like, I mean, do you want them to be like, well, you know, I think I'm a little original and a little inventive, but I sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. Obviously, you have influences coming in from all sorts of different spaces, and you just hope that all of those influences combine to make sort of—I guess—I fucking hate using the soup metaphor, but—or simile—but to like make a soup that doesn't sound, you know, that doesn't taste like soapy (laughs) dishwater. You know, you hope it tastes all right. Um, So. Um, uh, the, the best way I can answer that question to you is, um, to essentially tell you what people have told me about the show, which is, you know, people, uh, the most common thing I've heard is they kind of say, uh, you're kind of like a Seinfeld, a podcast, you know, you don't, you don't really, uh, kind of a show and about nothing but in its own uh, about you know therefore in being a show about nothing it's about everything um but do I think we're signed no no we're not Seinfeld uh do I love the show Seinfeld fuck yeah uh it's one of my more favorite shows so um god really man I picked a fucking shitty question to end this show on how would you describe when life attacks to other people well it's a potpourri of uh various spices of life, um, ranging anywhere from the absolute mundane and trite to the zany and the outlandish from the downright sad and pathetic. I, I, I don't know what I want you know, um I'm definitely thinking uh this episode is gonna be the latter. Uh so yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm out of questions. Um, I feel like I should finish this cigarette that I just lit with you guys, but I'm probably not. Uh, let's see. What do I got going on here? Well, we missed Wiener Dog Wars, so eh, there's that. Eh, yeah. I really got nothing else at this point. Um, just uh, going to tell you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, those of you that did ask questions... You, you guys are the best, thank you. Uh, you really helped me out this week. Uh, clearly, clearly, uh, I'm not much of a monologuer. The, um, the show should be back at its regular time next week with Jim in tow. Um, ooh, ooh, bug just, oh my god, that bug's getting fried. My roommate just bought a bug zapper for our outside, and uh, we're pretty proud of it. I'm not going to lie. Some of you guys may think those things are inhumane, but I'm fucking loving this thing. The um, the show will be going back on, um, as usual, I believe, next week, as long as uh, life doesn't attack one of us in a manner with which it does, uh, which is any given manner possible. Okay. So... trying to think any updates anything you guys want to know about that i could update you about the uh i don't know uh jim wanted me to talk a little bit about the uh he was going to discuss um apparently there's something online with like the rich kids of instagram or something um yeah uh i checked it out uh it's what you think it is it's a bunch of rich kids on instagram so i'm really don't give a fuck about that the uh trying to think the stanford guy he got out of jail today right the stanford rapist uh he he just got out of jail after serving three months of a pretty weak six month suspension that's happening in our world um uh for my two cents we don't really get political talk about too much about issues like that but Uh, For my two cents, I'm going to say that uh, I'm just going to go on the record of saying that's bullshit. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Just fucking bullshit. I'd like to leave you guys with something funny this week. Uh, Seeing as, you know, I'm supposed to be the funny guy. Um, But I don't really have anything at this point I'm rambling on. I guess at this point the funniest thing would be is, Jim, I hope when you listen to this, I hope you edit the fuck out of the end because, uh, the end's gonna really need editing the fuck out of, um, but knowing you, you're probably gonna leave me dangle, so, um, no Obi-Wan updates this week, college football started, uh, so that was cool for me, um, once again, to, uh, the listeners that ask questions, much obliged, um, some of you might still be asking questions right now online, but I, I'm not checking right now. Uh, unfortunately, the method I'm using to record this with, uh, if I switch over to check for more questions, uh, it'll pretty much end the segment. Um, it'll end the recording session. So, kind of going old school Fisher Price on this one, much like uh, when I used to play guitar. So, I guess, yeah, this has been kind of fun. This takes me back to being in the basement with literally i would use my kid sister's old fisher price tape deck and uh record shows and record demos with so uh, in a way in a, yeah in a way this has been a little nostalgic and um i don't know if it's been fun because at least those tapes were just for me back in the day when i made them uh this is going out to all you guys so this is a little more terrifying for me but um yeah thanks to your questions it did it did make it a little more fun so, um, I guess I'm going to call that a ball for this week. Um, once again, I'd apologize, you know, I apologize for, uh, uh, not giving you guys maybe the show that you were expecting this week, but I'm not going to apologize for it because, uh, Hey, that's just the way life happens sometimes. So, and, um, you know, hopefully maybe you had a laugh with me. I'll catch up with you guys next week, uh, for Jim Hamilton, um, James Hamilton. Uh, I was Travis McFalls. Take care. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks podcast, or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks@gmail.com. at gmail.com. but I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. What did I just say? The flux capacity stores... <laughs> this sucker's electrical, but I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity... 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! Great Scott!